Welcome back to Spiritual Alchemy, Developing Your Higher Consciousness with me, your host, Erica Leniak. Alright, there's that deep exhale. Um, I am so excited to talk about today. Today's show for me has honestly been culminating for many, many years. This show is um, something that has been in my heart and my head for so long, and I'm really excited to share with you. So let's get this party started. I want to talk to you today about personal empowerment. Um, better yet, shining, shining. You are shiny. We are all shiny. Um, it is my humble belief that it is our job our purpose to shine, to shine as brightly as is inhumanly possible, beacon on the hill, baby. And you know, it's really funny because I grew up feeling just the opposite. In fact, when I was little, I I wanted nothing more than to not stand out, to just blend in. And it has taken me so many years of letting fear decide for me, missed opportunities, dulling my shine, really collecting dust on the shelf, and um, until I finally came to the realization that, again, in my humble opinion, we are all born to shine because we're expressions of God, of goddess, of spirit, whatever you would like to call this energy. So think about that. If you are an expression of this energy, then if you stepped outside of that and thought about what that meant and said, okay, God is inside of me expressing, then wouldn't you think that that vehicle's job purpose would be to be the best they could be, right? The shiniest, the most expressive. So I think that we're here to use all the gifts that we've been given to help other people and to shine as brightly as we can because you know when you do that you always inspire somebody else to do the same always and this is so true you guys you know you hear when one person's stories of challenge or hardship inspires somebody else and then that person comes up or comes out and um and shares their story, and they pay it forward. That's what I'm talking about, right? So I think the thing is we we have so many conditions on us that are basically instilled upon birth about standing out and not tooting your own horn and all of those things. And to me, there's a big difference between being self-confident and self-righteous or you know, conceited, or that's not at all what I'm talking about. But I think it is so important to love ourselves and be confident in who we are and in our unique, unique, unique gifts. So for me, um, I feel like I have always been this sort of walking dichotomy. Like, always, I have look at my career of choice. You know, I started acting when I was 10 years old, And the funny thing is, um, I was really uncomfortable with 
the attention. Yet there was a part of me that I I don't know why I fell into this. I mean, I know the physical reasons and I know the logical ones and how it all came about. But I'm a big believer in, you know, every soul was born to express certain ways. So that was my calling. And but the funny thing is, I was always tortured because, as I said, I really did not want to stand out. I wanted to blend in. I didn't want to stick out like a sore thumb. And that's how I felt, sore thumb. There you go, right there. And in fact, I remember I had done the small role in E.T., playing uh, the role of Pretty Girl, that was her name in the cast, the little girl who kisses Elliot in the classroom, which was such an iconic blessing. Um, But I remember being 12 years old and being outside in front of my apartment building. And two of the children that lived in the building came up to me and asked me for my autograph. I was dumbstruck. I was mortified. I ran upstairs and cried. (laughs) But it was the most horrible feeling in the world. And I tell you something, over it took really from that point on years for me to be comfortable with that kind of focus on me yet you're going hello you're putting yourself out there in the biggest way in the media but that was it it was a very tortured kind of existence for me because I had this calling to express something inside myself yet for some reason my I don't know if it was as I said preconditioning I just felt like it was wrong of me to stand out it's such a weird thing you guys and it took me years 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 to realize that it's really what and it is true for me i'm saying is true again for me that i believe we are expressions of spirit okay marianne williamson love her goddess she said it we think who am i to shine who are you not to You are an expression of God. Who are you not to shine? Think of it that way. Right? Love Dr. Seuss. You were born to stand out. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Okay, so let's talk about that standing out. Every single one of us was born with unique gifts, talents, and abilities. Every one of us. I don't care where you're from. Any of the stuff you can throw at me, it doesn't matter. We are all given gifts, okay? So part of our journey is figuring out what those gifts are. And I don't know about you, but oh, my gosh, a lot of people don't know this about me. It's been a crazy journey, okay? Because from the time I was 11 years old, I have had a voracious appetite, and I'm not kidding you, for all things, I'm going to say spiritual. Okay, so um, I literally was into finding the golden thread, Um, Hare Krishna, Buddhism, Judaism, Catholicism, Christianity, um, non-denominational sects, witchcraft, paganism, Native American beliefs, I just, about the earth and, you know, the sky and all of the beautiful elements and the dream factors and I just could not and still cannot get enough of it and 
I didn't ever know what that meant. I just figured it was sort of my secret world, right? Parapsychology, gosh, when I was 10, I wanted to be a parapsychologist. Not the usual thing that a 10-year-old wants to be, but that was my thing. Just this this whole thought that there are other realms and an afterlife fascinates me beyond. Okay, so put a little pin in that. That's always been my hobby, okay, my passion. And in fact, for many years, I would find crosses. I mean, literally find gorgeous, beautiful crosses, rosary pieces, music, laying in the street, just so bizarre. Okay, so that's one thing that has always, always driven me. Um, but even throughout my acting career, I always wanted to do other things. I love kids, and I've always, always loved kids. Since I was a little kid, I always dreamed about being a mom. That was my one of my biggest passions, baby clothes collections before having a child was ever even a thought. Just kind of strange, <laughs> but it was my thing. So I would go, even in the peak of my career, of my, my fame, if you will, I would go and volunteer um, at a preschool and be a you know a parent volunteer I wasn't a parent an assistant teacher volunteer and then I loved it so much I enrolled in a college um, West Valley Occupational College to become an early childhood educator so basically a preschool teacher and I figured that I would substitute in between acting jobs but then I was in school for three weeks and I got a movie which took me away for months so I never went back um, real estate school twice okay um, Crafting. I love, I'm a Libra, guys, and in, I'm a big believer in a lot of, um, it's another subject and another topic, but I think a lot of the things about our um, signs or attributes to our signs are, there's a lot to that. And for me, Libras are very artistic and creative, and so I loved making wedding toast glasses, okay? It was so much fun. So the glasses, you know, the bride and groom use at a wedding, so random, right? It took me like six hours and so much money to make these glasses. And I found a store that wanted to buy them for $35. And I thought, okay, maybe that's not, maybe that's not my calling. But um, I did surveillance with um, a private detective for a little while. Um, that was really amazing and so much fun and eye-opening and mysterious and fabulous. And I, uh, for me, a big part of, what I do is teaching and communicating. So I did acting and I uh, teaching acting for five years. Uh, uh, Cheryl Sabato, who is also my manager now, she had a school. And so I taught there and through that I ended up teaching at three different rehab facilities for um, teenagers that were suffering with substance abuse and uh, mental health issues. So we used acting as a a tool to express themselves. I've done so many different things, you guys, and I guess what I'm getting at is I didn't know what this other thing inside me was. I didn't know what this calling was, but something was calling me. I wrote, I wrote a kid's book. I have contributed to um, articles and other books, and, and so there's just these things that keep showing up for me. But the thing is, I think that I looked upon that as not failure, but not success. 
because I was searching for this thing, this passion, this one thing, right? Until I heard this very brilliant man, Mike Dooley. Uh, he does something called Playing the Matrix. You should definitely check it out. And he was talking about a parallel in his life, the same thing, trying on all these different hats. And his perspective was, how wonderful. Look at all these different things that he has experienced in. So I needed to shift my thinking. I needed to shift my thinking. There are all these things that interest me. I am a seeker by nature. So I needed to kind of look at all the different things that I've had some experience in and look at it as a positive, that I'm open and that all these different things interest me and that I'm learning all these different things. And so I keep coming back to what is the gift? That's what all of this ramble is about. What is the gift that I'm here to express that you are here to express? What is your gift? And here's the thing. Some people are born knowing what they want to do, right? You know some of these people more than likely. Since I was two years old, I've wanted to play basketball. I was, you know, shooting hoops with the Fisher-Price you know, little basket hoop, and I knew since I could walk and talk that that's what I wanted to do, or music, right, or whatever it is. And um, I'm not one of those people. And I think that, honestly, that is amazing. If you know what you want to do and are born to do and are setting goals around that and reaching for it, it's never out of your sight. That's amazing. But I feel that the majority of us don't know when we're young, and often carefree, right, so it doesn't bother us, what we want to do. Um, and that's not an easy thing then when we get to the point of what am I supposed to be doing? And what if you do reach that crossroads where you do agree that it's your job to shine, but you don't know what to do, right? We don't know what to do. So here's what this show is about today. I think that when you have a passion, when you have something that you love, that you like, those are what I call whispers from spirit, right? So sometimes all the pieces are already right in front of us. They're actually all here, but we're really enmeshed in the trees, if you will. We're, we're too enmeshed in the middle of the trees to see the forest, right? Just like me with looking back at all those pieces about spirituality and finding these crosses and this appetite for the occult and all that what okay and I like to teach and I like to write and I like to speak and these things actually have become abundantly clear for me but I didn't know what to do with them what am I supposed to do with this I'm saying I'm not going to be a preacher or a pastor that's not my calling I mean how do I make a living how do I help people with this and then, you guys, one thing led to another, and here I am doing a podcast with you and just putting all these pieces together in a medium that is entertainment, if you will. In other words, it's out there, right? But I get to teach, and I get to communicate, and I get to speak, and I get to coach, and I get to ask you for your input and interact, and here I am. So for you, what are the things, if you take a step back, what are the things in your life that you've always been drawn to? What are your, do you have a hobby? 
We don't all have hobbies. Sometimes we got to go way back. We got to take a step back like you're a witness to your life and really take a look and reflect. What are the things that have shown up for you? What is constantly coming up for you that you're attracted to, that you like? What don't you like? Because sometimes we have to rule those things out, too, in order to find what we do like, right? So what do you see? What are the things that make you excited, right? And when I say excited, I mean the birth of a new child, a new relationship, moving into a new house. Those are exciting, right? Those things make us feel like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait. What things really, really turn you on? Are you good with, you know, crafting? Are you good with building things? Another thing, you guys, that when I would take these tests and play what color is my parachute and really trying to hone in what was mine to do when I decided to kind of step away from acting, that was really painful for me. Because I knew that I needed to do something else that would fulfill me and I felt called to do, but I just didn't know what it was. So I would take all these tests and things. And what would always come up is, what are you good at? And don't laugh. Well, you can laugh if you want to, but what are you good at? And I would always put down loving. I'm good at loving. That's, I don't know how else to say it, but I'm a mom. I nurture my friends. I, and when I'm in a relationship, I'm, I'm loving, I give, I'm, I, I love my passion. I'm not, I'm not saying that this is um, my way of only expressing myself, but I am saying that what I feel really good at is giving, loving. So I laugh at myself going, okay, <laughs> what am I going to do with this? Well, so then we have to break it down. So if you say that loving is something that you're good at, what are the ways we love, all right? Well, mothering, yes, being a good friend, being a good sister, a good daughter, giving. But when you're also loving, you're teaching your, you know, what kind of philanthropic things can you do and being of service. Um, All right, so now we're kind of getting somewhere. Um, What if you're a great cook? What if you love to cook? Can you give meals can you i don't know it's really cute jennifer garner has her fake cooking show which i love she's literally the most adorable person on the planet i think um show recipes share recipes on the internet do a little clip do a little piece of yourself Okay, and then you guys can go with anything now especially with this quarantine that we're in and stay at home order what do you love to do? Share a piece of it. Knitting, carpentry, mechanics, electronics, technology. Share a trick you know. Share a hack you know. And I'm telling you right now, listen to those whispers in your heart, which are callings. Those are honestly callings from God, from spirit, whatever you want to call it. If you're an atheist, it's an energy. It is something in you. That is driving you to be happy, to get excited, to release the serotonin. There's a reason. There is a reason. Don't let that just be there and sit on a shelf like dust, collecting dust. Pull it off the shelf. Dust it off and share it. When we create excitement, by the way, behind something, I've talked to you about this before, 
there's a kind of buzz that happens. Let's take a couple of those examples. I said the birth of a new child. So if you're a parent, come on. There's nothing that that anticipation can top, right, that kind of excitement. Or a new relationship, guys, come on. You know how exciting that is? That's like euphoric, right? When you find someone and I can't even articulate it. It's so exciting. And so these kinds of things in our lives, right, even moving into a new home, exciting, building a new nest. So even when I say it, I can't help but get giddy. I start to smile and it rises up in my in the back of my throat like, yeah, right? Okay, so that kind of excitement. Those things are not happening for me right now, but I can still get excited about them because I'm thinking about them. And then we can script them. We've talked a little bit about scripting them. So something that you're excited about, something you've always wanted to learn now is a great opportunity if it's something physical, like skydiving. All right, you cannot right now with a stay-at-home order go out and skydive, but you can research it. You can get online and you can research skydiving. You can find the foremost skydivers in the world and you can figure out their path. How did they do it? How did they fall into it? So you can start with researching people that you love in your field. Anything, guys. Cooking, um, comedy. Again, sky's the limit. What interests you? Find out who's doing it really well. What path did they take? Research it. Look at the pictures. Get excited. Get excited. What if it's a new language you want to learn? Oh, my gosh. We've talked about that, too. Right now, there are amazing offers online. So what I'm saying is let's find what your unique gifts are and start creating them, start honing them, and start sharing them. And the fulfillment that you get when you do find that thing or things that you love, there's nothing like it. And when you start expressing your gifts, your true gifts, and sharing them, guys, that's it. That's through the glass ceiling we go. That is the Willy Wonka's golden ticket. That's purpose. That's what we're meant to do. And you will feel so amazing. So amazing. So shine your light. Share, share, share your journey. That's that's super important, what you learn to share it to pay it forward. Um, That's a really, really big part of all of this. So I think that too many of us are afraid to stand out, but you will inspire other people. You will help other people. That is the gift, and you will feel amazing. If you've ever heard anybody say, you know, the greatest gift is giving, and and volunteering you know if you're feeling really really bad get out of yourself and go help someone else well I'm saying do both I'm saying focus on yourself this is the perfect time find that thing that you love find those gifts that you were given that only you can do like you there may be a trillion wonderful singers in the world and you might be one of them but only you can sing like you with your flavor So don't let what anyone else is doing, this is important, stop you from doing what you were created to do. We all have that knee-jerk reaction. You know what? Even with my podcast, some of my girlfriends have podcasts. 
And when my dear friend Ari Shofat says to me, you know, Erica, with your love for spirituality, you need to do a podcast. That's your calling. That's your, that's going to be the area of expression where you're going to find like-minded people. And I said to him, yeah, but I have friends that are doing this. And he said, so? <laughs> I mean, it's so right. So what? So never, ever think that there isn't room for everyone. Everyone. And we inspire each other. I mean, we're, you know, it's like when you're three. Don't copy me. <laughs> and I, you know, and if you're a parent, you try to tell your kids what a compliment it is, by the way. What a wonderful compliment it is when someone loves what you're doing so much that they want to emulate it. So we're grown up now, but that that spirit inside of us, oh my gosh, we need to use that beautiful, magical spirit inside of us, share it, pay it forward, and inspire each other, and you will help someone. And imagine if you help just one person. Isn't it worth it? Isn't it all worth it? So... I want to leave you with a quote. Um, Shine your light. Share your journey. When When you are courageous, you create a spark that ignites and inspires others to be brave. Let me read that again. Shine your light. Share your journey. When you are courageous, you create a spark that ignites and inspires others to be brave. That's amazing. And I found that it had a little handle at Deborah 2. It's either Deborah 2 or Deborah 11. It's written kind of fancy. So, um, But I did look her up on Instagram, and I think it's hers, at Deborah 2. Um, what a beautiful saying. You guys... Remember, you are divine by design. Also, before I go, I really want to ask you to please, please reach out to me and tell me what you'd like to podcast about. What's the next journey that you'd like to take with me? And that's what it is. I think when we're together, it's it's so fun and it's really, it's inspiring for me when I get to hear from you guys. What would you like to talk about? that I can research and that we can have a discussion about and bring to light. What would you like? So please let me know what you would be interested in hearing about. Go to realericaaleniakblog.com. Go at the top of the menu to the About Me page, and if you click on that, you'll find the contact form. And just email me and tell me what you want to hear about. So I'm going to leave it here. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? That's our job. That is our job. Shine your shiniest light. Inspire others. I'm proud of you guys for even taking this journey with me. We are all divine by design. And I will see you next time.